Real quick, I want to tell you about a free webinar I'm hosting on April 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time called Repurposing Content for Your Podcast. Depending on the guru of the day, you need a podcast, you need to be on TikTok, you need to be posting on LinkedIn, and don't forget your own blog and newsletter. And this can lead to burnout fast. But I'm here to tell you a better way. By repurposing content, there's a reason I'm able to publish three podcast episodes per week, three newsletters, and post on LinkedIn almost daily. So in this free 60-minute webinar, you will learn how to capture content ideas as easily as possible, how to build your own content flywheel from content you've already created, how to keep track of everything, and how to create a two-way street where you're repurposing for and from your podcast. Sign up for free today at profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. If you are struggling to create content, you need this webinar. Again, that URL is profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. I get a lot of questions on how to get sponsors, how to find sponsors, how to reach out to sponsors, how to ask brands for money. And one of the things that is easily overlooked because it's not really one of the things you're thinking about at first is having a pitch deck to send sponsors. But I think it's incredibly important to have one. It's going to make you look more prepared. It's going to make you look like you're not just emailing people out of the blue and asking them for money. And it shows that you put a little thought into your presentation. So as you start to pursue sponsors, especially those you don't have a personal relationship with, you will surely be asked for more information. And a great way to convey that information, as well as, like I said, look professional, organized, and ready to accept sponsors, is a pitch deck or a sponsor deck. And so that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. What you should include in your sponsor deck and how to put that information together. And I don't just want to leave you high and dry and say, here's all the information, now go forth and enjoy. So I am making my pitch templates available to you. If you go to makemoneypod.com slash pitch, you can sign up to get my free pitch deck templates in Canva, Keynote, or PowerPoint. It also includes some email templates in there. And I've used these pitch deck templates to generate six figures. I generate thirty to $50,000 per year in podcast sponsorship alone. So again, that's makemoneypod.com slash pitch and you can get my pitch deck templates. But for now, let's get on to the intro and then the episode. Hello and welcome to Make Money Podcasting, where I teach you how to make your first $10,000 with your podcast. On this show, you'll learn tried and true methods to increase your revenue and turn your podcast from a money pit into a money maker. Hi, I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and my podcasts have been making money from day one without a lot of downloads. I'll share everything I know with you here on Make Money Podcasting. Okay, so here's how today's episode is going to work. I'm going to tell you what a pitch deck is. I'm going to tell you what it should include. 
I'll talk you through mine and then a few tips on how to make it. And again, as a reminder, you can get my templates in multiple formats along with emails I send over at makemoneypod.com slash pitch. So first, a pitch deck or a sponsor deck is simply a slideshow of information about your podcast. And it could be a PDF, it could be just a straight up PowerPoint presentation, it could be a website that you send to people, but it's a it's a visualization of information about your show, your demographic, what the show is about, and then of course pricing. So that's what a pitch deck is. It's something that you can easily send to potential sponsors to show them why they should sponsor your podcast. And this should be informational as well as convincing. You don't just want it to be like, here's the prices, right? Um, you want it to be a sales deck as well. And part of what makes it a sales deck is, yes, your downloads. Now, I'm, I'm on record as saying that downloads are not the most important thing when it comes to getting sponsors, but they'll people do want to know generally the downloads. But you'll also include your mission statement and the types of episodes you have and the types of things that you talk about on your podcast and what kind of alignment you have with the brands you're pitching, as well as information about your audience. So I'm kind of wading into this a little bit. So let's, I'm just going to give you a list of what your pitch deck should include. Now, this is Possibly not comprehensive, and it doesn't have to be in this order, but here are the important things. Who you are, information about your show, like the mission statement, the purpose, your format, and the topics you cover, your primary audience and demographics. I strongly recommend that if you have a website, you have analytics installed, and you tap into tools like Chartable or PodTrack, as well as your audio host's uh, demographic information, because you're going to want to include this information and one source might not have all of it. So I get some from Google Analytics, I get some from Chartable, and I get some from my audio host, whether it's Buzzsprout or Castos. You want to combine that information, highlight the best parts of it, and put it in your pitch deck. You also want to highlight the goals for your primary audience. Again, with a sponsor, you want to show them that you help your audience solve the same problem that they help their potential customers solve. So if you list the goals for your primary audience, you can show those brands, look, we have goal alignment. I talk people through fixing their tech you sell kits to help people fix their tech. Or I help people ride a bike and you sell bikes <laughs> or you sell uh, bike repair kits, whatever. I guess I'm, I've got repairs on my brain today. But the goals for your primary audience along with the mission statement is going to show those brands that you have goal alignment and that you have a a similar target demographic. You also might want to mention the type of sponsors you're looking for, right? Because 
it shows that you're not just emailing anybody who has a, a big fat checkbook, right? You're saying, I have chosen you because I think that we have aligned goals. You'll also want to include downloads per 7, 30, and 45 days. Mo the sweet spot is that first 30 days. You want to include that information. Now, I haven't done an episode on CPM yet, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about pricing and I'll elaborate in a future episode. But uh, Or you can head over to podcastliftoff.com and, and find the resources there on what I call overall reach. But uh, you want to people are going to want to know approximately how many people they're reaching. Again, this could be qualified leads, right? So if it's, I talk to a hundred people, but they are all like your ideal people, then it, it doesn't matter necessarily. Right. Cause I could talk to 10,000 people, but if they don't care about bike riding or, you know, if soap or whatever, uh, then it doesn't matter how many downloads I have. So again, your mission statement, the goal for your primary audience is going to be a little bit more important, I think, than downloads, but you want to include downloads. You also want to list your overall reach. I've alluded to this a little bit, but for independent podcasters like us, we're not getting millions of downloads per episode, right? We're not getting Joe Rogan numbers. We're not getting stuff you should know numbers. But we probably have other places where we have other audiences like newsletters, like social media, and we want to include those numbers because it's it shows us that a we're we're willing to promote those sponsors in other places, but it also allows us to reach more qualified leads for those sponsors. I've had pe I've had people convert because of my newsletter spot for a sponsor and not necessarily because of the podcast sponsor, but they get all of that included in my packages. And I'll walk through my packages too. And then you'll want to include pricing. Pricing is a tough thing to talk about. It's a whole other episode, but you probably have some price in mind. If you've never priced a sponsorship before, I recommend to make the first couple stupid low, like almost it would be dumb to say no low. Uh, and that's because one of the other things is you want to include logos of previous sponsors and testimonials if you can get them. Testimonials can be from listeners previous sponsor logos are going to help though. So make that first couple super low, basically so you could use their logo in your pitch deck. Uh, so that's everything that you should include. Who you are, your mission statement, your primary audience and demographics, your goal for your primary audience, the type of sponsors you're looking for, downloads per 7, 30, and 45 days, your overall reach, that is audience numbers and other places like your newsletter and socials, pricing and previous sponsors. Take that information. I like to lay it out in like a Google doc or I use craft for my notes. I lay that information out just kind of linearly first, and then I'll put it together uh, in any slideshow application, right? So PowerPoint, Keynote, Google Slides. My latest iteration is in Canva. I love Canva. It makes design super easy. I'll include a link to Canva. It'll be an affiliate link, but I think I just get like store credit. <laughs> so like I don't it's an affiliate link, but I don't actually think I get like real money from it. Um so it's fine. Maybe I just won't include the affiliate link. Uh but no matter what you do, you should export export, you should export 
that pitch deck as a high quality PDF. High quality. You don't want it to look like crap. And you want to use a PDF because it's the most portable. Bigger companies who are sending it to their higher ups are probably not going to want to use Google Slides. Maybe they don't have Keynote. Or other way around, right? If it's like a startup sort of type of people, they're not going to use PowerPoint. They probably prefer to use Canva. A PDF is going to work for everybody. Uh, and and when you design it, it doesn't have to be like super eye-popping, right? You don't have to be like some really good designer. I'm, I just almost said Johnny Ive. I don't know why he's designing a slideshow, uh, but it doesn't look like, it doesn't have to look like Apple designed it. Right. Um, it shouldn't be totally plain or boring either. This is, this is why I like Canva because they have a really good starting point for a lot of stuff. Um, and you should use colors and fonts that make it memorable, but not distracting. I try to use my brand colors, right? The same colors and fonts from my artwork. Um, but you want it to be legible. Um, and so again, if you're not sure where to start, you can get those free resources, makemoneypod.com slash pitch. Um, so the last thing I want to do here is, is walk through my pitch deck and I'll just kind of talk through, you can't see it obviously, unless you've already downloaded the resources, but this is, this is what my pitch deck looks like as of. September, we'll say late 2022, right? So the title slide says partnership opportunities. This is uh, kind of just, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a word about words, right? Pedantics. <laughs> this is the, but uh, I'm using partnership opportunities here because again, as a smaller podcaster, I want my sponsors to be partners. I want to help them they're helping me by funding my show. I want to help them get whatever type of of uh, metrics they're getting. And this is something that you'll see in the emails, right? I always ask, what makes this campaign a win for you? Because sometimes it's not direct sales. Sometimes it's an awareness campaign. Sometimes it's just they want you to say nice things about them. Because then they could use that information. So... I always ask what's going to make it a win for them. And, and I think that is what kind of makes it a partnership. Uh, then I have information about the show, when it airs, how long it is, who I interview. So interviews with creators and small business owners for my main show, uh, how I built it. I also mentioned previous guests here. Um, I've been doing this for a long time. And as the mission of my show has changed, so has the previous guests. So when I was looking at companies really like squarely in the WordPress space, I had big names from the WordPress space. Now, because it's for creators, my previous guests include Wes Ko, Peter Hollins, Rochelle Moulton, and Mike Hurley, uh, who are big names in the creator space. Wes Ko uh, uh, runs Maven and, and is big in the cohort-based course space. Peter Hollins, a huge YouTuber. Rochelle Moulton talks about authority through content creation. And Mike Hurley runs a very popular podcast network. And then I have the show's focus, who I help. I help two groups of people, creators and small business owners. So I, I talk a little bit about that and like why and how I help them. This helps the sponsor see, okay, well, 
Joe is helping creators uh, become more consistent, right? Or make money through membership. I have a membership product. Joe helps small businesses drive sales through list building. I help people make email lists. So right there, they're going to use this text to try to see some brand alignment. I also have a generic slide about podcast listeners, like in general, right? So things like they're largely 18 to 54, affluent and educated. Uh, they're on social media more. Um, and, and this is stats. These are stats that I get from Edison Research. It helps to set the table with podcast listeners in general, especially if a brand hasn't sponsored uh, podcasts before, because this might be uncharted territory for them. After that, I have information about my audience. This is information I've gleaned like from my analytics, but also I, I send out a survey regularly and I say, hey, if you listen to my podcast, can you just go here and answer a couple of questions? It's going to help me create better content for you and find better brands to help you. Then I have my download stats. I have the total number of downloads, how many downloads I get per episode and how many monthly downloads I get. I get I do the monthly downloads because I always recommend well I require four episodes at least. And so if people are like, "Oh, I have to sponsor a month." They know about how many downloads they're going to get over the course of that month. Then I have my social reach. This is my overall reach, right? So I have email subscribers, Twitter followers, YouTube subscribers. I'll talk about my packages in a minute, but YouTube is important there. I have a social trust slide. So I have a bunch of previous sponsors. And then I get on to the opportunities where I have uh, upcoming episodes, right? So I actually have multiple sponsorship opportunities. We'll dig deeper into this in a, in a different episode. Download the pitch deck to get a closer look. But depending on the package, right? Uh, or for how long they sponsor, they can get a YouTube video included, right? So that's why the YouTube uh, is part of the social reach. And then I also have bundles. Bundles are clutch, right? Because if people say, see, hey, if I sponsor for three months, I could save 10%. If I sponsor for 12 months, I can save 15%. Uh, that might entice them to get a longer sponsorship, I also have exclusivity available, right? So if somebody wants to sponsor the show exclusively, I'm not going to tell them they can't, but it's going to come with a bigger price tag. And then after the bundles, I have a little bit about me as well as a, a picture and how to get in touch. If they have this pitch deck, they probably already know how to get in touch. So what should you do? I recommend you take my pitch template in whatever program you're most comfortable using change the information and then update the look and feel to include your artwork and your don't use my picture, use your picture and your bio. Uh, and if you're unsure how to price again, I, I recommend uh, starting really low. Now I'll also just say here that this is the pitch deck is one small piece of the whole puzzle. Uh, if you want to get the if you want to get kind of all of this today, uh, my course podcast liftoff is available uh, over at podcastliftoff.com/course. I will link it in the show notes as well. But if you just want the pitch template resources, those are totally free, uh, and you can get them over at makemoneypod.com/pitch. 
But that's it for this episode. I hope you found it helpful. I think a pitch deck is really important. Um, if you liked it, share it with a friend or give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I'd really appreciate that. I am getting some ratings and reviews in. If you review, I, I will read your review on the air. So I'll say your name. I'll give you a big shout out. Uh, so if you leave a review, let me know uh, or I'll, I'll be watching and I'll read it. Um, and again, if you want those pitch templates, head over to makemoneypod.com slash pitch. Thanks so much for listening to Make Money Podcasting presented by Podcast Liftoff. I'm your host, Joe Casabona. And until next time, I can't wait to see what you make. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my podcast process templates. They are a set of Notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you get the creative juices flowing. You obviously want to improve your podcast workflows and save time. And these templates will give you a basis for all of your other processes. Through my Notion and Airtable templates, I am able to automate a number of things as well as stay organized so that I am using my podcasting time more efficiently. If you want to get your hands on these templates completely for free, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.